Welcome to Monorail Radio Dockside Chat number 22. I'm Sean. And I'm Jackie. And we are coming to you live from a beautiful Disney Springs. I love this time of the year. It's got a cool breeze, but it's still warm. Low crowds, low humidity. This is what winter in Central Florida is all about. Yeah, I mean, this is what you come here for, right? You get the 80-degree weather during the day, but it cools off at night. It's not too humid yet. And we are just shy of the President's Day crowds. Yeah. So And really just shy. We're, we're about, what, three weeks out from spring breakers starting when things really time. get a little bit crowded here? Because Easter's so early this year. Yeah. Spring break is just going to be revolving throughout the the month of March. So I'm, I'm ready to just kick it and enjoy it for what it is right now while it's still a little quiet here. But we did get the... Uh, this is a special margarita. I'm not... I wouldn't call it the seasonal margarita because the seasonal is still the Chipotle pineapple, but they had... This is like a Valentine's Day margarita, and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's got this kind of red rose to it. It's got That's a little candy called, heart. Right? I thought it was the sweetheart margarita, I thought it was called. Honestly, no, no. Okay. We need to do another full disclosure. Last week, or, or I'm sorry, last month, here we go, uh, when we recorded the Dockside Chat, we came straight from Epcot after I had drank champagne. Tonight, we're coming from dinner uh, at Morimoto, and I've had sake. So... You get what you get, listeners. Yeah, you get what you pay for, and this is free. This is why I don't drink sake. You know things are bad when I'm the voice of reason. No, no, no. You, you say you don't drink sake, but, like, I've, I've seen you do it. Yeah, and there's a reason why I stopped. <laughs> there's a reason why I did it twice and stopped. Anyway. You're delightful on sake. Here you go. Cheers. Yeah, sure I am. Cheers. Oh. Oh, my God. That is so yummy. That's, I'm getting OJ. I'm definitely getting OJ. Well, that's funny because there's cranberry, there's cranberry juice in it. <laughs> no, there is something giving it this color. I think there's like a, like a rose water. Maybe that's what it is. And cranberry juice. The cranberry juice is making There it is. Okay, there's the cranberry. Cranberry, no, orange, you know, it's all the same. But something is giving it, like, this viscosity. See, I'm not that bad yet if I just use the word viscosity. So, yeah, it's called sour I think mix. That's orange. <laughs> I think it's either either OJ or pineapple. But either way, it's really yummy. This is going to go down really easy, which is very dangerous after the night we've had already. Lucky me. This is, no, this is really good. Whatever, I'm going to try it. This is, like, sneakily good, like... We were thinking about going over to World of Disney and seeing what like Easter merchandise was out. No, there, there might be gonna... like a roadie and go to then go to World of Disney. I'm thinking snacks. I'm thinking there's going to be snacks if you want me to be at least some semblance of a rational person in the car ride home. Well, I, I mean, I, you could sleep. It's dark. Just take a nap. Um, with all that being said, we do have a lot of really fun things to talk about tonight. This episode is sponsored by Hidden Mickey Supply Co. Products include Disney and Pixar-inspired 3D straw charms, ornaments, and personalized photo nightlights. Listeners of Monoreal Radio can get a 10% discount using the code MONOREAL10 at checkout. Visit Hidden Mickey Supply Co. on Instagram and Etsy to stay up to date on all of the new releases. All right. So, let's talk about, uh, before we get into the Disney stuff, let's go back to Universal. Yeah. Um, we were over at uh, Hard Rock Live, which... 
we've been now a couple of times. The first time we went to Hard Rock, uh, Hard Rock Live, uh, I said I would never go back again unless it was a show that we really wanted to see. We did not have a great experience. In it was, all it fairness, was it was at the end of October. It was in the thick of Halloween Horror Nights. Despite our best efforts to get there, well, no, we were there on time. It was everyone else. Yeah. They held the show because half of the people with tickets were still waiting just to get in the parking garage. And because of that, we had to leave early. Um, so what we, I mean, it, what really makes the difference is what we were seeing. It wasn't a concert. It was Clerks 3. So we saw the whole movie. Kevin Smith premiered the movie and then he did a Q&A after and we unfortunately had to bounce halfway through the Q&A because we had to get back for our job. So people are really fascinated by this volcano here. Um, so, so that was what really tripped us up was that they held the start of the movie and I get why they did it. It was because people had you know, paid for the tickets and part of that was to see the movie, not just yeah. the Q&A. So they had to hold so that those people could get what they paid for. Um, but we weren't too thrilled that we had to leave early, so we said we were really never going to go again. Well, that and they ran out of loved. food. They ran out and of they food, ran out too. Of food, yeah. And that was the other thing. We didn't have enough time to get food beforehand. Yeah. So we went back for Pod Meets World because that was something that I love, and I was not missing my chance to see Danielle Fischel, Ryder Strong, and Will Friedell do their podcast. Um, and it, it, the venue redeemed itself that night. It was really, really great. And I would even go so far as to say I am fully converted on Hard Rock Live because this was just an amazing concert experience. Yeah, uh, we went and saw Lit and Bowling for Soup. Uh, we are big, big Lit fans. Yeah. Uh, Bowling for Soup, I, I loved them in high school but never saw them live. We were, What a great concert Across that the was. board. Across the board. I mean... We've seen Lit a couple of times now. We saw them um, as part of like a, um, a joint lineup with Sugar Ray and Everclear and Gin Blossoms. It was, I mean, like if you're a 90s child, like that, that show was where it's at. And we caught it a couple of times in the tri-state area. We, we saw it at Mohegan Sun. Yeah. Uh, we saw it at the Paramount on Long Island. Um, and Lit is just one of our favorite bands. We've gotten to meet them they are so cool. They are so nice. So we pretty much said, like, anytime they come around, if we can catch them, we're going to do it. Um, and I saw the show come up. So that was your stocking stuffer for this Christmas. I was honestly, I was on the fence about it because I was like, I'll go see Lit. But, like, I've never, like, I'm, I know a couple of Bowling for Soup songs, but, like, I wasn't pounding the table to go see them. You were like, no, we'll go see Bowling for Soup. So it was actually really fun. I loved the entire show. And what was really cool, too, was that we got to see a Long Island local playing with Bowling for Soup. Rob yeah. from Patent Pending uh, was a part of the lineup, so that, that was a nice surprise. And what the thing that they do need to change, though, over at Hard Rock Live is the merchandise. They give you one area to buy merchandise. It's out by the smoking section, which I don't. that doesn't bother me. The problem is you wait in this one big line to get merch, but then once, like depending on the show... Once you get up there, there are three separate tents because there were three bands on the bill that night. So you wait on line, one line, and then you get all the way there. You wait on this line for a good half an hour, 40 minutes. 
to then walk up to the the one band that you want to buy merchandise for. They they think they have to figure something out and kind of like streamline this but a little bit. But they don't let you and like not that we were looking to cut a line or anything, but if you don't want merch for the opener, they don't let you skip around for the band that you do want. Like we just wanted lit. No offense to Bowling for Soup, we weren't going to get them either. So all we wanted to do was go to Lit's table, but you couldn't just walk up. Even if nobody was there, you had to wait for everybody to filter through in front of you. Um, and, I mean, it was fine. We allowed ourselves plenty of time. We missed most of the opener. Which was okay. We weren't there to see somebody open for Lit. We wanted to see Lit, but we were kind of getting nervous that we were going to miss Lit's first song because we were just stuck on this line. So I think that there's an adjustment that needs to be made there. But other than that, um, I thought the drinks were reasonably priced. They put it in the souvenir cup, and then it's a cheaper refill, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then after the show, we went over to uh, Bob Marley's, which we had never been to before. That was a lot of fun. We wanted a nightcap because we had a little bit of time to kill. And a lot of things closed earlier at City Walk than I remember, because Mm -hmm. at first we went to Margaritaville, and they were closed. Um, so we ended up over at Bob Marley's, and that that place was awesome. Uh, good vibe, good like atmosphere. Just getting started at yeah. eleven o'clock, like that place was popping. Um, Live band, yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was great. Yeah, we got the um, we got a red stripe. Yeah, because you kind of have to if you're going to a place like that. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Like really nice courtyard. Um, band was great. Yeah, just a really fun vibe. It, w- it was a nice nightcap after that show, but we had a really great time at the show. I'm, I'm really happy we went. Yes, and then we went uh, to Animal Kingdom um, because I've been trying to get my photographs in front of all the icons uh, with my dopey medals. So it's funny, like, I'm in February now, and, like, almost everybody's already taken their dopey pictures. So when I roll up to a park and I'm pulling out all my dopey medals, yeah. like... It's been fun because, like, some of the cast members are really getting into it because I'm, like, the last person that's trying to get metal pictures a month later. And they're doing, like, full photo shoots for you. Yeah, they're... The, the photo, ca- uh, photo pass uh, cast members have been uh, really, really awesome. Well, I think it's also worth noting is that, like, most people that run Marathon Weekend and get their pictures Marathon Weekend, it's because they bought park tickets. Because we're locals, that's the one point where it bites us because we're blocked out of the park. You know, you have Dopey Weekend or you have Marathon Weekend, and then it goes right into MLK Weekend. So because it's a, it's a holiday weekend... Most APs are blocked out, so that's when people are getting their pictures, and we couldn't. So right. we've just sort of been doing it piecemeal. But we'd also been talking about going to Animal Kingdom anyway, just because we haven't been in a really long time. To me, that's my favorite time of year to go to Animal Kingdom because it's cooler. Animal Kingdom, like for as much as you get a lot of tree coverage in Discovery Island. It's just a hot park, I feel like, all the time. Like, there's just not a lot of places to sit in the shade. That's why they call it Animal Kingdom hot. It's a different level of hot in it the is. summertime. It's, it's a humid. It's a, it's a humid. Because you get places like um, Flame Tree Barbecue that yeah. are covered. There's plenty of shade there. Um, Dino Land, there's the restaurant and the bar. It's all covered. But, like, it's just a different kind of hot when you were walking through those trails. I it's, it's like a tropical hot, if I had to 
yeah. label it as something. Yeah. So we wanted to take advantage of this time of year where it's cool and you can go and just enjoy. And it's a great drinking park. That's also part of the reason I'm going to lie why we wanted to go. And we just had the most chill day ever. And it was so nice. Yeah. The weather was great. My photo uh, pass cast member has, he does run Disney. So like, and I didn't know that obviously until he and I started talking. Because he, he really had me, like, stage the photos really nicely. And then he was like, okay, take the rest of them off, but leave just Dopey on. Because that's the important one. Like, he gave me so much time. He was my best experience that I've had so far taking um, my metal pictures. No, not true. Oh, yeah, the, the guy best that helped one my was hand magic. You have him. a story every single time that you take a metal picture. I'm sure we're going to get a great one tomorrow because we're going to go get... We're, we're going to be full circle tomorrow and go get the one at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and then I'll finally have... We're going like to find infinity, somebody else to hold your hand. my infinity gauntlet. <laughs> and, and hold up your medals. Um, but yeah, no, he really got some nice pictures of you. Like from every every type of shot, like a medium, a wide. Like he made sure that he was like holding for people behind you. He made sure the medals were on full display. He was really great. But my man in Magic Kingdom offering to hold your arm up. Yeah. <laughs> He's still taking it. So then... Um, then we uh, we started. We had a couple of cocktails. We worked our way around. We went to Dino Land. Uh, well, first we got breakfast. Oh, so yes. we were okay. We wanted the breakfast sandwich, but we got there a little bit too it's late. It's like for the egg it. McMuffin, but we, yeah. we had just missed it, so we couldn't get it. Yeah, they stopped serving it at like I think ten, and we knew we weren't getting there until like eleven thirty. Uh, so we instead got the. Um, the pulled pork on the jelly donut. The pulled pork on the jelly donut. Holy moly! Like it, yeah, and it was cheap. I think it was six fifty. It was ridiculous, and we split it because we knew we were gonna like snack around that day. It was the perfect thing to split because it was still very filling. But like, I have heard the hype with this sandwich. Like nothing could have prepared me for how good it actually was, though. It, it was incredible. So we we got it. Um, it's at one of the kiosks, sort of near Flame Tree Barbecue. I think they're all working out of the same kitchen, and then we just took it over to the Flame Tree seating so that we, because you have to sit with it, otherwise it's going to be a big old mess, especially yeah. since we were cutting it in half. Uh, but we got a table. Uh, it was really chill, really nice. Um, and my God, was it good. So then we went to Dino Land. We went to that bar behind Restaurant Asaurus. The lounge. Yeah. It's a lounge. I've, I've heard things, we've just never made our way over there, and we were remiss that this was our first time trying it. It was a little crowded that day because they were doing a Disney Day Drinkers Club event, which yeah. we didn't know, but it was kind of cool to like stumble into that and see some people there. Some people that we had met when we did the uh, the pub crawl, the monorail, the monorail pub crawl, with yeah. the school supplies, the fundraiser that they did. Um, but... It, that's a great little area. I love the theming over there. Like, the theming of uh, just the whole concept of it's an archaeological dig, and we're sort of seeing how the inhabitants are living there in their tents uh, and how they have their setup. I, I just love the storytelling there to begin with. Um, but this bar really leans into it with the coolers and the thermoses, and it was just really cool to see. I, I really like that spot, and I would have loved to have gotten 
a high top table in there and hung out, but it was just a little bit too crowded that day. So we we took the drinks over and uh, we imagined kite tails for ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> I and do miss kite tails. So after that, um, I gotta try this. What is this? I don't know. I don't like a sugar. I couldn't tell if it were candy or if it's just like we're a. We're gonna wooden... find out what this is. I guess we're gonna find out if you break a tooth. I can't. No, tell. this is not. Wo- they're not putting wood out. Is it a piece of candy? It's not candy, no, it's is it? Not, it's not <laughs> <laughs> It's a piece of wood, it's isn't it? It's not candy. Why wouldn't they warn you about this? Because why would they garnish a drink with this? Because most people don't eat their garnishes. That's not no. You're not calling it a rose margarita, whatever it is. I mean, that's, that's an edible rose petal. Yeah, that's an edible rose petal. I wasn't going to mess with that. I just thought that this was candy, and it's totally not. Okay, all right. So don't eat that. Nope. No, definitely don't eat that. Okay. <laughs> Parental guidance is suggested. Um, so then we... That's not the worst thing that happened tonight so far. Good Lord. <laughs> okay, moving about, uh, or moving on here. Um, you we, did Everest. I went and did Everest, single rider, um, which was great, and then... We got some snackage. Yeah. Because we wanted to try some things that we never had at Animal Kingdom for the first time. So I went to oh the... Oh my God. I went to the to-go window for Yak and Yeti, um, and I got the fried dumplings... And I got uh, egg rolls. And I wanted to finally try Mr. Kamal's French fries because I've heard wonderful things. I've heard about the seasoning. Um, so you went and you got us a table. Yes. At the bar, which is like my favorite hidden quiet spot in all of Animal Kingdom. Um, and you held the table. It's and behind I, that Coke. Is it a Coke? Not it's Coca-Cola. like a frozen drink. It's yeah. like a Coca-Cola bar. I keep, I always forget the name of it. Like, I know it by sight, but I forget the name of where it is. But it's a bar, and then they have seating on the water behind it. There's, like, steps that get you down there. So um, I went to go get the fries, and I was admittedly feeling it at that point so I ended up getting the dumplings from Mr. Kamal's as well because I was like I want my own dumplings I'm not sure uh, well, well one was dumpling you got the dumplings I got the fried wontons and the- some were fried some were just steamed dumplings um, and of course I got the fries and-, and mine came with the ponzu sauce yes but you ended up loving the fries because I knew that they were seasoned but I thought they were going to be spicy which is not usually your bag and you ended up loving the fries. So we just ended up like smorgasbording everything. And it was like the best Animal Kingdom snack. Like that's going to become the new Epcot Germany pretzel. Like I'm not going to Animal Kingdom and not getting the dumplings. And I mean, you're reasonably priced. You're talking about four appetizer size plates for maybe a combined 20 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean... I go in for ten bucks. You go in for ten bucks, and I mean, it was enough food. Like we were, we were set for the rest of the day. And they did take the AP discount, which was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, because we haven't been able to use that anywhere. Uh, but they finally, we finally found a place that'll take it. Um, but it was just such a it, really good value. A lot of yeah. food for not a lot of money. Perfect timing for us because we needed to soak it up. Um, 
but just a really enjoyable, really chill day. And then we ended up, um, because we were debating going on the safari or not, or trying to get on one of the Avatar rides. Um, so we ended up at neither, and we just went to the Dawa bar instead. Um, and I ended up, this may have been based on the amount that I drank, I ended up shotgunning a satuli bowl to take home for lunch the next day because I figured when in Animal Kingdom, this is part of the advantage of being a local. Why yeah. not take it to go, mobile order, and have it for lunch the next have it day? For lunch the next because day. it truly is one of the best quick services in all of, not just in Animal Kingdom, in all of Disney. Yeah, Satuli's unbelievable. The, the quality is great, the value is amazing, um, and I, I just... It's been a minute since I've had one, so I was like, I'm taking this home and I'm having it for lunch, and it was fantastic. And then we got the, what is it, the, the guava pineapple spring rolls with that cream cheese filling? At, um, in, in Pandora, yeah. at Pangu Pangu, yeah. I believe. Um, those were great. They, they were, were such really a great snack. I remember the first time I had them, I thought they were just okay. They were much better this time around. Yeah. I honestly, that's like a great breakfast. If you miss the sausage McMuffin, that's a great little like breakfast pastry to have. Yeah, that with a coffee. And we went and saw the gorillas and the and meerkats, we saw the gorillas. which was a really yes, the meerkats a lot more populated than last time we saw them. It looks like they uh, they gave their habitat a little bit of a zhuzh. There were certainly more than last time we were there. Um, I love that gorilla trail. I mean, that's that's my favorite part. That little one that was standing oh, on the other ones. Oh, my God. He was standing on its head, and he was pounding his chest. It was, and then he would roll over laughing. It was... They were siblings. They yeah. were baby siblings, and he stood on top of his brother and Tarzan. It was, it it was, was the most it was incredible, incredible thing. I wish that we would have had the camera out. Yeah. No, drinks aside, <laughs> that was one of the most yeah. incredible things I've ever seen, but... Uh, and then the, the gorillas, we were there later in the afternoon. Usually we go in the morning and you get to see a little bit more activity, but they were pretty chill. Um, but I still, I just love seeing them. They're so majestic. It's incredible. And then you got to go and experience something new Disney-wise. I did, something that I would have never experienced. Um, so I was invited to, you know, you've heard us talk about our dear friends at Detour to Neverland on the podcast before. Um I was invited to Catherine's birthday party, and she had the coolest idea for a birthday. Um, she got a room at Disney's Vero Beach Resort uh, because she is a part of the Disney Vacation Club. Um, so she got a cabin, and a bunch of us, um, I unfortunately didn't get to stay overnight, but um, she had a Princess Diaries-themed slumber party for her birthday, which was just genius. She found, like, the exact screen-accurate... I didn't even get to tell you this. The screen-accurate tiaras. Like, exactly what Anne Hathaway wore. She had, like, the full crown. It, it was perfection. Um, so she had everybody stay at the Vero Beach cabin. Uh, and then we did a really nice dinner in Vero Beach. Um, I was so excited. I mean, obviously, I was excited to celebrate with her. Um, and really happy that I got to be a part of it, but um, I would have never gotten to see the Vero Beach Resort otherwise, and it's it's just stunning. I mean, they picked the most immaculate location. Um, it really gives you, like, that old Florida vibe, 
but not, you know, it's, it's not an older hotel. Um, and the cool thing about the cabins is that they have the bedrooms on the bottom floor and then your main living space on the top. Um, so it really does give you that, um, just that beach house feel and, and 360 views all the way around. And it, it was absolutely stunning. And what really impressed me, um, I've been wanting to go to Vero Beach um, for the turtle hatchings, which you can book through the resort. They'll give you like a guided tour. But what was really interesting to learn was that they are so environmentally conscious about making sure the turtles make it out to the water. Um, turtles follow the moonlight. So what they do at the resort, I learned, is that they have all orange lights instead of white so that it doesn't confuse the turtles. And the turtles don't go back towards the rooms, towards the white light, as opposed to going out to the ocean. Um, so they're, they're very careful about making sure that they're not disturbing their environment there, which I thought was really cool. But that's something that I want to book in the future because I think that would be really cool to see. And I want to take you back to the resort because it was just incredible. And then tonight, uh, we went, we, we were joined by our good friends, Joe and Tyler. Yes. Who you have heard on the show as well. Yes. Uh, we went to Morimoto Asia uh, to go have dinner tonight. It's been a minute since we were at Morimoto. And there's no reason for it because it's one of our favorites. I mean, we've had, we have had the ribs to go. You can get them from the street food window. Um, but... It's, it's always just such an amazing dining experience there. The service is always wonderful. The food is always great. Uh, we ordered, for, for the first time, we tried the pork egg rolls, which were really good. We got that as an They were a little spicy, but they were good. Uh, the sauce was a little spicy. I don't think the egg roll itself was spicy. No, I didn't use the sauce. The egg roll itself was well, a little okay. spicy. Okay, I thought it was the sauce that I put on. Um, and then we got our golden standard we had to get the ribs we got a half rack of ribs to share between all of us joe and tyler had never had them and i think i'd like to say we've changed enlightened their them. lives we've yeah. changed their lives they are life-changing they really are incredible they smoke them then they deep fry them to crisp them up and they just fall off the bone literally fall off the bone as tyler yeah. learned yeah really sorry literally. Ty. <laughs> um it's fine it'll come out of your shirt it'll be fine um I think I could have stopped there, and it would have just been wonderful, but um, those were just appetizers. For entrees, um, I, every time I've gone, I've gotten the special because they have this steak and a gojijang sauce, and it's absolutely incredible, and I always get it. Uh, that wasn't being offered tonight. They have a Lunar New Year menu, which is really cool, um, and they were doing like a whole branzino, but I don't, I don't love whole things like I I can't I feel bad like I can't eat it if it's staring back at me so I don't love to order like the whole fish or the whole lobster or whole crab or anything like that um so I got the um the lobster Singapore noodle and oh my god it was incredible like we we don't I know we love Morimoto but really we don't frequent there enough yeah I got the uh the orange chicken which is a staple for me but I, I did it and upgraded and got the fried rice with it. Oh, that was a game changer. That was so good. I had never had the fried rice before, but I am not not having the fried rice again. And the presentation was gorgeous. Like, they did it in, like, a little, not a full pyramid, because I don't know how they would have formed the perfect triangle, but it was, it was like a pyramid, but, like, squared off at the top. It was a really nice presentation. 
Um, and it seemed like Joe and Tyler enjoyed their meal. Ty got the orange chicken as well. Yes. And Joe got the, um, the beef noodles. Yeah. Um, and uh, they uh, they seemed to really enjoy it. So I'm happy that we got to go with them. But oh my goodness, it was so. Oh, and that was <laughs> that's why we are where we are. Tyler and I also split a carafe of sake sangria, which is what you can get there, and it serves about five to six drinks. It's delicious. And here we are. Here we are. You're eating plastic hearts out of a cup. I honestly. I thought it may have been like a sugar candy. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's it's deceptive. I don't know why you would do that, but because it's a garnish. It's, I don't it's think it's decorative. I'm... So is the rose, but I'm not going to eat that. But okay. Um, let's talk about some Disney news this week. Um, outside of the the 47 sequels that were announced. Yeah. Um, so something interesting happened. You know, talking about the sequels, there was an earnings call this week for the first quarter. Yes. And what's intriguing is that um, with adjusted earnings and all that, um, they they outperformed their expectations, Disney as a company did. Again. Um, And and so it's odd that they have exceeded. I think that a lot of that has to do with the parks because subscribers on Disney Plus surprise, surprise, are down again. I believe it was something to the tune of a million and a half subscribers dropped off thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of that does have to do with some increased pricing that Absolutely. we saw. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and the other thing is Disney Plus as we all remember was not going to be pulling titles down. We know that they pulled 200 titles down. Um, and I think that that's why they knee-jerk into doing things like getting the Taylor Swift Eras Tour on the streamer. Okay. That's brilliant, though. It's not that's brilliant. It's just you're going to throw a bunch of money at Taylor Swift because it's going to make them more money than it's costing to get it. But that's, that's what they should be using it for is, is bonuses. Not taking things away and not dropping things straight on the streamer, which should be released theatrically. I think they're being smart doing that with her. And quite honestly, I mean, she is the biggest ticket in the world right now. She is the biggest pop star. Not even pop star. She's transcending everything. She's one of the biggest stars in the world. Why wouldn't you try to partner with her? Especially when you've already got content from her on your streamer. I thought that this was a long-lasting partnership because they got the um, the folklore sessions, the long pond sessions with her. Well, that's coming to the streamer. I think that it's interesting that adjusted earnings were higher than they had anticipated in spite of the fact that they're losing subscribers, in spite of the fact that the box office has been underperforming. It just means that the parks are very busy, and we know that the parks have been busy because... The, Though it's only kind of dipped off now, even through what is typically a slower part of the year for us in that early fall, it wasn't really that slow. Yeah, no, I never felt that fall dropped off. Not the way that it usually does here. And even even in January, um, you know, we were in Magic Kingdom, we were in Epcot, like, it definitely felt lighter, but not as empty as it did last year. Yeah. Well... 
there was, was a good thing. There was that, and then there was the announcement that Disney is partnering with Fox and with Discovery, who has HBO Max, to launch a dual streaming service for sports. So ESPN, ESPN2, Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, they're all kind of converging on this joint effort to bring sports to streaming. Now, they all have their own streaming element, but they're going to streamline and put everything in one place. And Good Day Orlando the other day had reported that the price point to subscribe to said streaming service is going to be about $40 a month. So I find it intriguing that they're all willing to sleep with the enemy, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as it makes them a lot of money. And I think that... Now, CBS and NBC are not included in this. Um, but I think it kind of sets a dangerous precedent um, because certain things that are supposed to be on network television over the air you can see where they're going to start forcing a lot of things onto a streaming service. NASCAR, I think, is going to have a lot of things forced onto the streaming service, so if you want to watch races, I think you're going to have to subscribe um, if you do ditch a cable package. And I'm sure that some of them will be exclusive to streaming. You've seen it with, uh, with Amazon Prime and with the NFL. Uh, you've seen Major League Baseball do it. I think that you are going to start to see things like the Daytona, maybe not the Daytona 500 because it's too big, but I think certainly um, the the NASCAR All-Star Race, I could see that going uh, exclusive to a streamer. I think uh, certain Major League Baseball playoff games, I think certain NBA playoff games, Stanley Cup playoff, um, I think that a lot of these are going to be forced onto a streaming service. Um, I don't particularly look at this as a good thing. I think that this is another means of these big cable companies taking away things that had always been free over the air, should be free over the air, and are slowly going away. Um, I'm not so sure that the day won't come where the Super Bowl will not be a pay-per-view. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's not a surprise that they teamed up um, and, and they sort of, um, I, I don't want to say buried the hatchet, but they, I mean, they are competitors, right? So th this was not a surprise at all, especially because you and I have been talking for the better part of a year of like, what happens with ESPN? What happens with the sports? It seems like... Disney was trying to unload it. Um, it seemed like they were trying to package everything in a way that they were going to sell it. So I feel like this has been a long time coming, but this was a surprise for me as far as what the solution was with it, uh, that you're, you're partnering with other people for sports. Um, but I think we're going to start to see this happening more and more because, you know, you had Disney have the Fox acquisition, so you see, obviously, a lot broader range of titles popping up on Disney Plus and Hulu, but what really surprises me is the films that they're distributing currently, films that were not necessarily part of Fox Searchlight or produced under Touchstone or Buena Vista, and you're getting them now appearing on Disney Plus and Hulu. 
And I think we're going to start to see a lot of that happening more and more in 2024 is streamers borrowing from each other and licensing to each other for more money. Um, I'm sure it's going to happen, especially after Oscar season. Um, you know, technically, Disney does have poor things. Uh, that's really going to be like the big front runner. That it's been sweeping almost every award that of every every type of award that it's been nominated for so far. And I don't think that's going to change much uh, when it comes time for the Oscars. So I think that Disney's going to position that. Uh, to create sort of a bidding war for other streamers to carry it. And they're, they're going to hold on putting it on their own because they can profit off of it by selling it to other studios. Um, so I think that that's really going to be the trend is we're just going to see a lot of um, borrowing and, and really, you know, robbing from Peter to pay Paul, I think. I think that you're right. Well, at any rate, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with all of this. But we are interested in hearing what you all have to say about this Disney news this week. You can join the conversation on social media, all major platforms, at Monoreal Radio. Let's give away a straw charm. Yes. Courtesy of our friends over at Hidden Mickey Supply Co. Um, we've got a number of straw charms that are available. We'll let you pick one out. And we usually use a code word for, um, for the show. And I just had one on my mind. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. But I think... Um, okay, yes. Uh, the first person to DM us or email us the word sake uh, will win a straw charm courtesy of the Hidden Mickey Supply Co. Um, and they have a really a, a lot of really cool ones. And, you know, we're coming into that season where I think that there's a lot of really nice kind of seasonal straw charms. And Yeah, so if you don't win, you can shop Hidden Mickey Supply Co. with the code monoreal 10 and you can get a discount. Uh, but the most popular straw charm is actually the one that you're using. It's the St. Patty's Day four-leaf clover. Um, that was your favorite out the yep. gate. Yep. Uh, it's really what I think the one that made us take notice of them in the first place. Yeah, really nice. Um, but it is their most popular seller. Um, so if you don't win with us, you can purchase that Hidden Mickey Supply Co. on Instagram and Etsy. And hey... If you're coming down to Walt Disney World or Central Florida, or if you are uh, perhaps a local, um, don't forget March 2nd and 3rd at the Osceola Heritage Center. We are going to be participating uh, at the House of Mouse Expo. Uh, our friend Michelle over at the Main Street Mouse puts on a really fantastic event. Uh, we have a vendor set up. We are not selling anything. Uh, if it's on the table, it's there to be taken for free. Uh, we've got some of our swag arrived this week in the mail so we're yeah, really excited we're really excited to see it really excited to see our logo on some merch yeah which is pretty cool but it's all gonna be for free it's all gonna be free and uh you get an opportunity to uh perhaps meet some of your favorite uh disney voice actors uh, uh live action actors uh, uh specifically from hocus pocus and pirates of the caribbean those are those are very uh they, they love house of mouse those casts they come back every year for it but it's cool because it's it's not just like one actor from a lot of your favorite live actions it's like full casts 
from some of your favorite movies, which is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and tickets are available online, and all of that information is at House of Mouse Expo. Com. Well, thank you all. And I'll link through us at monorealradio.com. Absolutely. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us this and every week on Monoreal Radio. You know, Monoreal Radio will always be free, but there are so many ways that you can help support the show. Please give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join the conversation on social media at Monoreal Radio on all major platforms. Share your favorite episodes with family and friends who may enjoy them. And of course, you can book your next trip through Jackie. Links to everything can be found at Monoreal Radio. Have a great week, my friends. We all get one story. Make yours a magical one.